0: The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around, filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all. the conversation hashtag Marsha's plate
2: on oh, instagram facebook and twitter we want to hear what you guys have to say
0: you can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash plate by contributing to this podcast you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time
2: so let's get started I love
0: that part. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all?
2: Hey.
0: So, um. How
2: was your weekend?
0: My weekend was pretty good. I went back to one of my old stomping grounds. I went to Boston, Massachusetts. Mm.
2: <laughs> was it fall there?
0: Yes. It was like, you know, 60, 50 degrees. Mm. A little oh, cute wow. Look, cute little jacket, light, light. Hmm. Um, I, I don't like that. It wasn't cold. It wasn't that's cold, cold like that.
2: That's <laughs> cold. But a cute
0: little jacket. Mm-hmm. Not 50. It wasn't uh, 50. Okay. It was them. like a... Uh,
2: 65 t. At
0: night, it was like 64. In the daytime, it was like 70, Oh, that's 64. Sick. Why do Americans Nothing use
1: crazy? Fahrenheit and everybody else uses
0: Celsius? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. like to be different. I'm sure there's some kind of history in regards to that that you can look up. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no that. idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was some good Celsius and Fahrenheit weather. <laughs> <Sounds lovely. laughs> whatever, I loved it. I was there because I am one of the new board members on um, of Trans Faith. Yes. It is a group ran by Chris Page and Lewis Mitchell, um, and it basically what it's a group that does organizing around spirituality. Mm-hmm. It allows um, multiple faith paths to come together and do work for trans people. Um, that's kinda what we do. We kinda go teach people in church spaces how to be more inclusive. Um that's because bomb. because our board is multiple faiths. Hmm. Jewish and Christian and Protestant and um, no. um African traditions and just so many things. We all come together and we talk and his ordination his i thought it was amazing one of the things that um what we were there for is not only it was for a board retreat but also his ordination was saturday was sunday and um he's not the first trans person to be ordinated in this order but he's the first person who they figured out a way to get him ordained without him having to go having to go to seminary school Hmm. so because he is um almost 60 and has been doing the work like this this is an amazing organizer amazing trans guy. He w- worked with Angela Davis. He he just, he just worked with a lot of people and has been in the scene doing things for trans folks for years and years and years and years. And because he has been doing the work for them to stop him from being ordained because of, you know, kind of like a piece of paper. Like you're doing the work already. So they figured out a way to get him ordained mm. without him ac- actually going to seminary school and um that's unprecedented
2: that's and
0: i think it's i think it's i think it's amazing because a lot of times think about us we do a lot of work in the community Mm -hmm. and um if we've been doing this work for years and years and years and we're in our 60s and i come and apply to this job and you tell me that i'm less qualified than this 23 year old who has this Degree, the social work degree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It kind of doesn't make sense because I've been doing this for years. And that's why the system... Shall
1: fall. Yeah, but the see, they just, do <laughs> do that though. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Some people
0: do get doors shut because of a piece of paper, mm-hmm. and I think that especially when you come to when it when it comes to getting trans folks opportunity and mm-hmm. using your privilege to get trans folks into the door into the table, one of those things because you know that it's really hard for us when it comes to school shit. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily intelligence. We're not talking about that. We're talking mm-hmm. about because we have so much to deal with when it comes to socioeconomic shit, sometimes school is the last thing that we have to worry about. Mm-hmm. We have to worry about surviving. We worry, we're, have to worry about keeping a roof of our head. So we may not have access to going to school in the same percentile rates of a cisgender person or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? So sometimes our expertise could be to max level when it comes to... Um, Doing work in our community, but we just couldn't go get a degree.
1: I'm thinking just of how cool that is of them being inclusive like that. Exactly, but that's them using their privilege. And I'm just like, hmm, that's why we consider, we
0: consider the shamans, like Mm -hmm. just bringing people together. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, them ordaining him was a really, 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 really amazing, groundbreaking thing. And we were there to celebrate that. Hey. And so it was amazing. <laughs> That's what's up.
2: See, I've never been to nothing like that. That would have been bomb.
0: No, it wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't have thought it was. Boring. <laughs> no, it was boring as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like, I'm just
2: saying to be able to say <laughs> I experienced.
0: That. Yeah, yeah. Like history, w- history book. Yeah. Uh, just to be like <laughs> I was there when that happened. Yes, but the actual event. He was more booed. <laughs> I was like, I was in the pews. We had a church, <laughs> and it was a predominantly white church. <laughs> so, so was
2: no type of
0: no type of soul. <laughs> it was, they they was sing- they took they didn't cook from the books. It was it was very boring, but I was excited that my good friend <laughs> was getting ordained. So that it just being there for him was a special thing. But I was up there almost losing. <laughs> Fabulous. Because <thing. laughs> you know it's a lot of ritual.
2: Oh yeah, yeah it's, a it's a lot, a lot of, of politics too.
0: Yeah, so not necessarily politics, but just a lot of you know it's <laughs> just crazy stuff. But it was an amazing experience. So why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So, Laith Ashley, the beautiful, 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 beautiful. Afro-Latinx trans man did an interview on Mike Dispatch and the interviewer asked him um, why does he think that trans women are getting more opportunities in regard to the fashion industry as opposed to trans men and comparing the two and this is what Leith responded with I think that the,
1: the reason that um, I guess trans women are having more so of a moment um, in media than trans men is because well trans men are socialized female and as trans men are socialized female we're taught to be quiet, to be more docile, to not not to take up space, whereas trans women who may have been socialized male are taught to take up space and to be louder and more boisterous, whereas trans men are kind of lagging behind. But I'm, I'm looking
2: to change that
0: Have there ever been opportunities? <laughs> so people are reading him and dragging him and let me read some of the statements sure uh, lathe this is Twitter um he says Lath actually showing off his trans misogyny is disappointing but not as at all surprising. it's gross to see him blame trans men's invisibility in media on the baseless lie that trans women are socialized male and therefore more loud and boisterous another person says in this interview Laith Ashley says that trans women in fashion have are having a moment because we are socialized as male therefore are more likely to take up space and more boisterous this is a toxic idea that perpetuates trans misogyny for a number of reasons Laverne Cox says I was talking to my twin brother today about whether he believes I had male privilege growing up I was a very feminine child, though I was assigned male at birth. My gender was constantly policed. It was told I act like a girl and was bullied and shamed for that. My femininity did not make me feel privileged. It was a, I was a good student and was very much encouraged because of that. But I saw cis girls who showed academic promise being nurtured in black communities. I grew up in Mobile, Alabama. Gender exists on a spectrum and in the binary. Narrative such suggests that all trans women transition from male privilege, erase a lot of experience instead of intersectional gender. Gender is constituted differently based on the culture we live in. There's no universal experience of gender of womanhood. To suggest that is essentialist and again not intersectional. Many of our feminist foremothers caution against such essentialism and not have and not having an intersectional approach to feminism, class, race. Sexuality, ability, immigration status, education all influence the way in which we experience privilege. So, though I was assigned male at birth, I would contend that I do not enjoy male privilege prior to my transition. Patriarchy and successism, successism, sexism, yes, <laughs> punishing my femininity. And gender nonconformity, the irony of my life is prior to transition, I was called a girl and after I was often called a man. Gender policing and the fact that gender binaries can only exist through strict policing complicates the concept of gender privilege, and that's okay because it's complicated. Intersectionality complicates both male and cis privilege. This is why it's paramount that we continue to lift up diverse trans stories. For too many years has been too many, too few trans stories in the media for over sixty years since Kristen Jorgensen stepped off the plane from Europe because the first intersexual no, I'm I'm not gonna continue to read this. She she's, was she's, reading. She's, she's going in. Oh no, no, it's only two more, so I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The narrative about trans folks in the media was one of the macho guys become a woman. This certainly is not my story and the story of many trans folks I know the narrative often works to reinforce binaries rather than explode them. That explosion is the gender revolution I imagine one of the true gender and true self determination.
1: So was that her trying to answer That's for really him or said. was that trying to her answer for him or respond to
0: him? Respond to him. Hmm. So that was a response to him sharing her own experience. So Hmm. it it does feel uncomfortable what right. his exact words the words of because we were socialized as male we're loud and boisterous right
2: because not every
0: yeah not every trans person <laughs> is loud and boisterous no. trans woman loud and boisterous right. sometimes because of the trauma that comes with our transness we actually become timid and less mm-hmm. loud and boisterous right yes so a part of his statement I disagree with, but a right. part of his statement I do. So it's right. the same thing with <laughs> it's the same thing with Laverne's. Part of her statement I agree with, but part of it, I don't. Right. We and let me give you an analogy. Y'all.
1: That was a long um, response, so it's harder for me to remember all she said. She's so,
2: basically going down from how, um, basically how she didn't have privilege.
0: How her, how her her transness blocked her from certain privileges. That's what I got from it. Right, right, so, right, right, right. But this is the thing about it.
1: He was just making the comparison between the trans men and the trans women. It wasn't saying, like, I'm talking down on you and your privilege. What I
2: really heard was that the reason why trans men are silent is because they're not paid attention to and, and because of how they were brought up as a woman so you're automatically silenced and trans women were brought up to be to be free and, and who they want to be but once you're into the world you're socialized to be that type of person because of mm-hmm. how you were brought up so that's why trans women are so loud and proud and that's why trans men are quiet so let me say that's this. what yeah, I got let, let
1: Diamond break it down so
2: that didn't make sense, no, I'm that that saying makes
1: total sense. Do, but I'm saying Diamond will lay it out for the people
0: I don't know because this is one of ones and I'm like mm, I don't know so I'll <laughs> I wasn't trying to try
1: it. I wasn't talking down on you, babe. I was just saying.
0: That's why you bald headed. Literally. (laughs) I cut my hair off. So this is my thing. I feel like. I always compare it to whiteness and I always compare gender shit to, to the white situation. So, so think about it. When we talk about white people and their privilege Mm. and, and then some white person who's white trash says, "I had to work for what I got, and I had to, and I had to pull myself up from my bootstraps And my mama didn't have anything, and my father <laughs> didn't have anything, and I made a way for myself. And da 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 da, I don't have privilege. I hear that sometimes because they were poor, they feel like they didn't have privilege because of the things that they didn't have that rich mm-hmm. white people have. Mm-hmm. Laverne, to me." is doing that. Mm-hmm. Like she is doing what those white people do. You are refusing to under, to me. This is just to me. Acknowledge. Acknowledge mm-hmm. that being a male born child. Before they could, de- before they could discern your femininity. Mm-hmm. We know how important touch is to a baby. There's premature babies who survive because their parents touch them. Right. Mm -hmm. So we know how important touch is because you came into the world as a male child. You could possibly have gotten touched more and more lovingly because you are a male child, because male children are more valued. Mm, Right. You could have. And that's a privilege. Right. You your father, because you was a male child, could have wanted you a little bit more. He might have loved you just as much if you were a girl child, but because male children are valued, he could have looked at you and said, oh my God, I got a boy right. and did work harder to get you all the things that you need and be this is prior to your femininity showing. Right. <laughs> so, when you came out of the womb, your transness, they didn't know about it. You could have been trans. Everything could have been biologically meant for you to be trans like it, it you were going to become trans
2: right so basically it, she's but, not accepting who she used to be and not who you used to be or who you
0: the people who are born who raised you don't know you are trans yet right.
2: right but that's what i'm saying she she won't accept her conditioning before she knew she was trans
0: exactly mm-hmm. so even though when you got to 5 and you was a feminine child you feel what i'm saying when you got to five and you was a feminine child and they treated you differently than cis boys mm-hmm. because they started treating you bad, calling you faggots, whatever soft. they t- was A little, little sugar in your tank. A little sugar in your tank, a little sissy, and treating you different. But prior to five, prior to whenever your little femininity started to express, there were certain things that you were conditioned to do. There was a certain freedom that you were conditioned to have. Wait one second. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was a certain freedom that you were conditioned to have as a boy child. You was able to play around a little bit more. You were able to, and this is not, this is not absolute. I don't speak in absolutes. Mm -hmm. It's so many things that comes along with socializing. That's prior to you expressing your femininity. Right. That starts at birth. They literally like would your give away,
1: give away girl like female babies in mm-hmm. China and stuff, and just yeah. keep all the little boys.
0: Boys are treated differently. Right. I don't care what nobody says. You say. can't
1: go around that. You
0: can't. <laughs> boys are treated differently. Yeah, I mean, boy, and and if they don't know you're going to be trans, they're treating you like they assume that you're going to be a boy, and that is a privilege because they are preparing you to be at the top of the totem pole. I feel like in the same way that just being born white gives a white person privilege just being born male gives a male child privilege now of course as you get older and environment and whatever however you like say you had a down syndrome child their syndrome is going to affect how their life plays out right Mm -hmm. just like a trans person how their life plays out is of course their transness and queerness and gayness and whatever your different your blackness is gonna change how your the scenario is gonna affect the scenario on how your life plays out but as a male born child there's a certain level of privilege that you get when you're born <laughs> and what's crazy
1: darling is' like a lot of the times i shy away from talking about the differences socially because i don't want to get dragged about certain stuff or seen as oh you just man shut the fuck up you got all this privilege now and you're a light-skinned pretty boy and you used to live as a pretty girl it's like all this stuff it i just feel silenced all the time so it's kind of like and then I, I see a problem in only trans women being the voices for trans men, for trans people in general mm-hmm.
0: right now. But um, funny thing is, this is why he was being asked the question. His response wasn't politically correct, clearly. Right, right. But why he was asked the question is because this is a popular trans man that right. they're asking him, hey, why is like the trans women kind of dominating yeah then you drag
1: him and just be like okay he was a little uh you know politically uncorrect, but it's like you're he's just saying like i wasn't really brought up in misogyny
0: like that so well I he mean. was
2: i mean but how can trans men <laughs> cry role as me when they they've been hiding in their privilege and then decide that they want to speak
1: um mm-hmm. i wouldn't say hiding in privilege, it's kinda and privilege is kind of and you're
2: privileged to pass your privilege so i can just easily just hide in society and let tr- you trannies deal what you got to deal with oh, yeah. now you want to speak up and be like oh we're here too but don't feel no type of way because people don't see you because you've always been hiding
0: Mm. Mm. I don't know I w i I don't think they should feel guilty about that yeah, yeah. About, I don't think they should feel guilty I didn't about, say feel
2: guilty though, no no, no, I'm talking about
0: that's kind of
1: what it felt like yeah. when it gave off.
0: it's like I don't think they should feel guilty for going hiding it's right. like it's like me telling you.
1: Cause a lot of the No, trans and I don't women... think
2: that you feel should feel guilty for going now hiding into your privilege because if I'm pretty sure if trans women can do it just as easily they would too, but I'm just saying it's don't safer. right. So I'm not saying. See, see, don't. that's
1: what happened with Lay. It, it'll come out. We it'll come out. <laughs> <The> <laughs> Leith, but incorrect. it came
2: out the way I wanted it to come out. You just perceived it the wrong way. Okay. I,
1: no, we perceived I, it a way that it gave off, but it's the impact because it's it wasn't the, lengthy, right? Because it wasn't it, lengthy
2: and politically was correct. Said the way I said it, it's the and it's we the get impact it.
0: that's the problem, not the intent. Because your right. intent could be great, but if you your you could not have intended to step on my toe, but that should hurt my toe. The impact right. hurt me.
2: <laughs> so I mean, but I maybe I should have said no pun intended right. when that's I when I started saying. the conversation, huh? But I mean, <laughs> basically. I mean, that's how I feel. How can you cry? What right? Me? That's why I feel like and late
1: they should feel like
0: because I well, still I, have been pushed in the shadows. And if I wanna, if I, if I wanna come out and say something <laughs> right now, I can. Yeah, because that's what it is. Other dudes in the past being in the shadows has nothing to do with me. I'm not in the shadows. I'm late Ashley. I'm on everything right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the shadows. So why mm-hmm. can't I say this? Mm. You see what I'm saying? That's what I don't know, saying. but where's that coming from? <laughs> because you're saying, you're saying, why y'all like, woe is me? But he's, but he's not. It's not woe is me. I'm not in the shadows. I'm saying, I'm here to tell you, we're here. And no, I- I'm
2: not saying that's what he was saying. I'm just saying that's where the I feel like that narrative comes from. Like, but because- we talked
1: about why trans men are not is. Wait, did we talk about on another on a? I don't know. Yeah, we was <laughs> why I trans. I think we men? all over the place. <laughs> why trans a- men aren't socially acceptable is because masculine women even are more socially acceptable so we could like masculine women could kind of just Camouflage and just integrating society in a way, so it's kind of just like it's natural because of how patriarchy is set up. It's not really our fault that we're just hiding. It's just so it's kinda, just natural even, to like, like me, pay even, the no, girl's listen, dust no. that has been even if I go in. even if I go to a doctor that I've never seen a trans person, they're more likely to brush it off than they would a trans woman like that's just what it is like people brush it off easily
2: no i understand the the way that you're perceived in the world and the privilege that you have because you're coming from that place to another no i'm just talking
1: for people that don't get it why trans men are more are not really as seen or we kind of can just integrate because masculine women are kind of just brushed off more right, than and a, I'm not a, saying a that that's feminine. not possible. I, I would, like I was saying, I was saying I was speaking for the people that don't get it.
2: Okay, but right, me so and you are having is- this conversation.
1: <laughs> you just be so combative.
2: I'm not being combative. I just want you to understand where I'm coming from. But go ahead. I love
1: Mio
0: it's uh, so. <laughs> I, I don't know where, where we don't win. <laughs> <laughs> So I there's a part of me that agree with lace it's ho- this is a really tough subject. Right. Because I get what Laverne is saying. Like, you know, we all are kinda different in how how our trans and manifests change how people react to us and so <laughs> our transness can be one of the things that takes away those privileges so that we might get from maleness if we were a typical cis male. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I just believe that in the same way that a white person can benefit from whiteness from birth, from coming out of the womb, from how you're, you being inside the womb, the privileges that your white mama have, mm-hmm. the privileges that, the access to the right foods, the access to the, the right um, environment to where she's not stressed and your development could be beautiful mm-hmm. that same privilege that same prior to you even being born I think a male child when she when when they know that you're a male child it, I just think it can be different because male childs are more valued I think that those differences even though they can be small can be a privilege and it can manifest in a certain way that benefits you and gives you a little bit more confidence especially raising you it's i think that girls are raised different i think that girls are raised to be on the bottom mm, can you overcome that conditioning can you grow up to be a strong loud boisterous woman absolutely you can there's many environmental and biological things that can make you grow up to be different and break the norms, but that doesn't mean those conditions are not there. There's study after study that there is no significant difference between boys and girls when it comes to like gross motor skill development and stuff like that. Both genders usually start walking around nine and 16 months. Yet in a study of parental expectations, mothers of 11 year old infants consistently overestimate their boys physical skills and underestimate those of their daughters. The expectations that the boy will walk earlier may have to do with physical size. As boys tend to be a bit heavier and taller than the girls around six months. So they expected and because they expected the boys to develop, there's a, they treated them differently. And these are the things that I'm talking about when it comes to development and conditioning. There is some conditioning (laughs) that happens with boy children, boy infants, boy toddlers that prior to showing femininity and masculinity and all that kind of stuff, expectations affect how your parents treat you what they expect from you and that conditioning could change your development and that is just one of many examples of privileges that I can t- that I talk about that can affect how you navigate the world as an adult as you develop they're just there there's studies about it imagine
1: think- if they could they could read like your brain and be like okay this child is going to be trans how mm. would that happen
0: I think they would kill <laughs> you before before it happens, yeah. I if if give, you could do that,
2: that would be horrible. If you if you could go to get your your um see what your baby's gonna be, and they could say, oh, this is gonna be a gay person, this is gonna be a trans person, they're gonna be bisexual, whatever. Because They
0: do it to people with the babies with Down syndrome. Oh, mm-hmm. they see if it's gonna be Down syndrome beforehand, and they choose to abort it. Mm-hmm. That's their choice, mm-hmm. but that's what happens. And I feel like if if that was the case, where they could figure out a trans person beforehand, they would abort us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's not, not the, the binary. That's not the case here. Though. It would be more difficult.
2: Depending on the mother.
0: Yeah, I think some parents would mm-hmm. if they coming from a progressive.
1: Depending um, on the trans man, if he's pregnant. Thank you.
2: Oh, I wasn't in not including you. Thanks for including yourself. I'm just, you know, trans men can have babies too. God, I'm
1: sorry. I'm just in a space right now to where you need to I'm protect just tired the trans of being. I'm tired it. of being quiet. That's just what how you I feel. I'm a, I'm a young boy on the run.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so are y'all? Were you Were you offended by what life said? Because we kind of all over the place with this. Um, were, were you offended by what life said?
2: Um. <laughs> I I'm not offended by it because I I remember getting certain privilege as a child versus my sister, so I'm I'm not offended by it, but I can see how you could be offended by it because of the generalization of the statement.
0: Yes, I I do feel that was problematic. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been said in a different way, but I still feel like they would have. Um because it's almost some of these statements was like almost like they didn't think gender socialization exist
1: yeah but like then, what, what's that one African lady that spoke up for oh. Well, she was basically saying there was a distinction between trans women and, and cis women, women.
0: yes um, that was Chimamanda um I can't remember <laughs> name, but Chimamanda so
2: was that discrimination Nadichi. or racism huh?
0: Wait, wait, wait. Um, Chimamanda Adichie. That's her name. She, she was. You know, they asked her about trans women, and she basically said, "You know, I think it's, I I think there's a time that it shouldn't be conflated. I think there's a difference between, um, you know, cisgendered and and trans." And everybody read her. And everybody did read her. And And I I, was confused. I was one of the people who were on her side, who understood what she said um who felt like there is there's a there is there needs not in every subject but there is a difference mm-hmm.
1: there is nothing wrong with that and I it's feel nothing like wrong. Wrong a wrong lot of trans that. people are so focused on being accepted I think it's the gender dysphoria it's like I get it I get it but it's nothing wrong with your transness though Mm-mm. And I feel like because of that dysphoria, it makes you feel like something is wrong with your transness.
2: And the way society views you, like I wish there was classes specifically for either gay or the LBGT, specific, well, really trans people, to let them know that, hey, it's okay to be you. And you can go against the grain of what society expects for you to be.
0: And and then, I don't know, I just I feel the question that I, that I think is the problem is that people are not acknowledging that there is a certain level of socialization. I don't when in regards to gender, because even if you are a queer child, if you're a queer boy, because they are expecting and wanting you to be this alpha male, this person who is supposed to take up the mantle of being on the top of the gender spectrum Mm. to, to gain all the privilege of male genderness, whatever they still are pushing you in that direction and pushing you in that direction can lead to you being more confident. It leads to a certain level of freedom of your actions and freedom of your expression. Um, maybe not necessarily in forms of gender. We might, you might not be express your femininity freely, mm-hmm. but Like they still let you go out and play. They still let you get dirty and play in the mud and explore. You're not about to sit here and tell me that a male child, a male toddler and a female toddler are given the same amount of freedom mm -hmm. to explore. I just, I just don't think that is, I don't think it's saying if we did a study when they might, what they might have, I just have to look it up. I bet if they did a study on the amount of times a girl's little toddler is police in what she's doing, as opposed to what a little boy is I feel like the girl would be more policed
2: I think so too like This is
0: prior to gender shit Prior to the femininity stuff coming out All that prior Like like a two year old mm-hmm. I just think it would be different I think a girl would have less freedom That's just what I believe
1: Yeah because even I feel more reserved Like even sometimes when me is just you know like Being herself and just open And be- talking loud and comfortable Even I'm like shh <laughs> <So> <laughs> I really don't give together. a fuck. I really but and then I think like... when you
0: get older, I think you, you I think what in your what you're saying, when you get older, I think it's different. Y'all oh. adults. Because there are some people that's opposite where the trans man is the loud one and the trans woman is the quiet one. Hmm. I I've seen that experience too. So I think when it's get older it's different. And I and I do think that there should be some nuance and intersection and mm-hmm. not generalizing. Right. But right, right, I think right. overall I do think little girls have more pressure and less freedom than little boys. I just do. Yeah. <coughs> you know, even if it's a queer little boy,
1: I definitely was more police than all the little boys around me. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: Yeah. So so, I don't know. We we do not proclaim to have all the answers for you in regards to trans topics. We right. just do not. We are exploring this shit just like you. Um, we have a little bit more insight because we are trans. Mm-hmm. But, you know, tell us what you think. Um hashtag Marchers Plate. Hashtag March it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Speaking of hashtag and March's plate, I haven't seen too many hashtags She say in that really every
1: long. time, but then when I go, I see I all see types of new hashtags. Are you
0: click are you clicking latest?
2: Why are they always trying to read me about exploring <laughs> Twitter? I know I'm new. I know this, guys.
0: Alrighty. On to the next <laughs> Have a seat.
1: Ah. A seat at the table like the so much. <laughs> la, 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 la. How would y'all feel if, like, like a credit score? You know how credit is so important today. Imagine if, if you didn't keep a promise, like, say you would say something online and be like, I'm going to do this, and then you don't do it, and you watched all the time, your, your score go down for every promises you keep. Or say if you buy an alcohol that could lower your, your social score. In China right now, they have a social credit score.
0: Wow! So, let me, let what? me
1: get into it. You talk
0: about on like some Black Mirror shit. Yep, exactly. What's that what? movie where
2: he was? Y'all remember that movie where he was? Um, he was racing against time, and if he didn't mark a certain stamp, they could live forever. But if they didn't get like a certain amount of um time, they would die. Like each. I
0: can't. I know what movie you yeah, talk about. It just happens. Is it's Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Or Ethan Hawke or something. I, I don't think know, it's one white, of the
2: Disney child guys.
0: White. Um, some white, some white actor. All right. So. Yeah. So social. <laughs> All right, Let me get into it. In the nick of time or some shit. Go ahead.
1: China has created a social credit score and is building a digital dictatorship to exhort control over its 1.4 billion citizens. For some, social credit will bring privileges. For others, punishment it would be fully operational by 2020. It would allow the trustworthy to roam freely under heaven while making it hard for the discredited to take a single step. They already have 200 million cameras all around. It's hard to hide in a dark corner. The cameras have facial recognition and body scams, which you put in your shopping cart can affect your score. If you buy alcohol, it can lower your score, If you buy nappies, can suggest responsibility, I'm guessing that's napkins, Yeah, can suggest responsibility and can hire your score. The system will be live, so the score will update in real time. Lee Hu is an investigative journalist who has uncovered corruption at the top levels of the party and solved several murder cases. The government considers him an enemy. He lost his social credit. I mean, credit. When he was charged with a speech crime and now finds himself locked out of society due to his low score. He was made to publish an apology and pay a fine. And when the court demanded an additional fee, he refused. He found himself blacklisted as dishonest under a pilot social credit scheme. The social credit system has closed down his travel options and kept him under effective house arrest in his hometown. Hugh's social media accounts where he published most of his investigative journalism have been shut down. Hugh claims his combined WeChat and Weibo accounts that had 2 million followers at their peak but is now censored. There are a lot of people who are on the blacklist wrongly, but they can't get off of it. Their eyes are blinded. Oh, who, who says their eyes are blinded and their ears are blocked? They know little about the world and live in illusion. Dan Dan a a lady that's like kind of on top of privileges and stuff like she got she always pay her bills on time her score goes up and all of that you know just she keeps her promises socially and all of that and based of what she says online could determine it she says that she sees blue skies in her digital future and for her there's another incentive incentive to be optimistic about social credit because she feels safer and feels that it'll keep her more responsible.
2: You forgot to add that if you date or marry somebody else that has a high credit score, your credit score goes up.
1: Oh yeah, yep. No, it's not a credit score. Or oh, what no, your? I'm sorry, your social, social, social
2: score. score. Wow. <laughs> so, oh, I'm not going to. You you talking to me, I man? Girl, his credit sc- his social score ain't high enough for me, bitch. <laughs> it just seems like a <laughs>
0: blingling, like a horrible, That's horrible. Nightmare. Invasion of privacy, um, of judgment, <laughs> like who who is making the rules about what is good and what is bad? Of course the government, but like, why is alcohol bad? If I can buy it, why is this a negative thing? That's just one example, but like...
2: <laughs> it like, said something about having dependence or something about buying the alcohol. It's like, what?
0: It's just so many things. It just seems like a system nightmare like it's right. classism on a whole other right? negative yeah. level and the fact that he's getting negative consequences like he can't travel
1: he's on house arrest
0: house arrest all that kind of shit this is real this it's is not real. a movie yep that
1: it's on ABC crazy
0: <laughs> yes and, yeah, I'm and if thinking, you're poor
2: you, you can't climb out of that
0: right because other people are saying whatever it is is bad. Mm-hmm. No, that's on some Black Mirror shit. Y'all seen that? Yeah, one? hell yeah. That was crazy. Right. Like, that's crazy. Like, why would you make that reality?
1: And you know, all of the citizens are like, oh my gosh, we love Chinese people. We're so progressive with technology. This is good for us. Like, it will make me feel safe. Like, yes, China's progressing with everything. Let's go whereas people that want to expose all this corruption and everything that's going on they're blacklisted and affor- he was that guy was literally like kept into interrogation for like 2 months wow and then they finally let him go and then after he was let go he was put into another prison with this social credit score mm. so it's like it's no way out if you are blacklisted, blacklisted or if your score is down it's hard to get back up and that's literally like that Black Mirror episode. Like
0: literally, because everything, little things you did, <laughs> it was down.
1: And it'll be fully op- operational by 2020. And everybody's given a, like a eight, a score of 800 to start, and then you go from there.
0: You go down or up? Yeah. It's the mid, that's from like middle? I don't know. Oh. But that's
1: all I know is it started at 800.
0: That is crazy I would be <laughs>
2: over that and just... I can't see Americans accepting that at all Just because of how liberated we are I don't see us saying Oh yeah, you can get so into our privacy the cameras are
0: not in your house They're outside of your house Hmm? So the cameras, these two million cameras, two hundred million cameras, whatever the cameras, yeah, they're outside of your house. They're not, yeah, they're paying attention when you leave and when you go, when uh-huh. you're in public spaces.
1: There's two hundred million cameras everywhere, even in the slums. And then those people are targeted more. If you watch the video, right, that's what it sounds yeah. like. The
0: people in the slums would be targeted more. Yeah, to they keep are. them in the slums.
1: Right, they are. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, it's, but crazy. then the
1: thing is, here we're kind of like we know. Like there's really they don't really have to deal with racism there, so it's kind of like they all kind of just live with each other what? and kind of you no, know I'm saying like amongst each other because it's all just Chinese folks. Well, not all, but on a general level, it's just all Chinese folks. Mm-hmm. We're here. It's like a melting pot. So it'll be too Chinese, many woke people. Are you people. talking
2: about China or Asia? It's well, in Asia
1: China. Is the it's in Ch- China.
0: Asia is the continent, and China is a country in Asia. Right.
1: Yes. So it's kind of like they all. <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> But what I'm saying is They all stick together for the most part So they all Could kind of see it as progressive And they all could be in this illusion like Oh we're all just progressing This is just Chinese China, You know Chinese pride This is like a Chinese thing Woo-woo. But
0: <laughs> Like was this voted on? I don't, like, I don't know the, Well they don't got the They They don't get the they don't get to choose shit. They're not a democracy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God, that's so crazy. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know how I would be. My score would be late because <laughs> you would have to would keep promises late.
1: amongst your friends, and then depending on what you tweet and stuff, yeah, your, your score will also go
0: from there too. But so it, I, is it if you tweeting against the government or are you tweeting just. Yeah, what? if you
1: tweeting against like any woke
0: shit, basically. Mm. <laughs> i it's just taking know away my your score freedom would of be speech. Bad. <laughs> my score would be bad. i just be like, okay, well, we know.
2: We're gonna make it work.
0: House arrest, here we come. It <laughs> <laughs> gotta get to a point it has to get to a point where too many people are on house arrest. Maybe so.
2: It's gonna start a revolution, a rebellion. Uh,
0: especially if they can't get access to certain things that they need mm-hmm. because of that score. But everything is so digital now, though. Like, they already
1: kind of spy on people as it is here, though.
2: Mm-hmm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's people know. that be looking at you through your webcam and you don't even think they, <laughs> they looking at you probably through your iPhone while you on video chat. I mean, I be thinking about stuff like no, that. No, there's
1: literally people that do that.
0: Yeah, I'm true. <laughs> yes. That's creepy. That's what my, you know, you my having your late-night session.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Someone's having a late-night session with you.
0: Yes, well, all right, Twina. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. That's
1: scary. the <laughs> some people are saying it's like the the digital mark of the beast. <laughs> mm,
2: I don't know. <laughs> well, all right. So my subject was the golden rule, and. I I was thinking, I made a post on Facebook and it stated that my mother taught me the golden rule and to live by it. And the hardest lesson for me to learn in life was that people aren't going to treat you the way you treat them. So my question is, how do you go about life after learning that people are not going to treat you the way you treat them without being tarnished and cold and still keeping your your character and who you are and not changing who you are.
1: Don't let people govern your vibes, don't let outside. Well, no, I'm you. not
2: asking for advice how do you?
1: That's that was my response to how I do it. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Was there a particular <laughs> incident that happened recently that made you think about that
2: yes I was working and (laughs) I just I just thought of some instances when I was working how I felt like I was putting out more and it would it kind of wasn't reciprocated but then I also was thinking like how are you expecting this pat on the back when really you're just helping mm. and it, I really just kind of broke it down I, I try not to make it seem like woe is me but make it make it seem like hey you know just be yourself work hard and don't expect a pat on the back because it's it's going to be given to you the harder you work you won't have to look for it
0: Mm. Man, I don't think, see, I think, I don't know. I think that's anti-blackness. And let me explain that. So let me tell you why. Not what you're saying, not you, but I think, so black people are expected to work, 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 work grind, this grind culture. Oh, you got to be in your grind. You can't sleep. Don't rest. You can't rest. You got to go after this shit. I feel like you got to fucking rest. I feel like you are Mm -hmm. entitled to expect a pat on your back. Mm -hmm. If you worked hard, you're Mm -hmm. entitled to say, you know
2: what? I want some acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's a problem. Mm -hmm. A lot of people feel like, oh, if you're not actually the 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 reason why this is being implemented, or you're not you're not putting in the groundwork, you're just a helping hand. Why should you expect a pat on the back for just contributing this small little portion?
0: Who cares that if I didn't do that small little portion? Who said that?
2: I was just reading because I seen I also seen quotes from people oh. during this week that led up to this conclusion. I, I, I feel like people, you should, I feel like I have a problem with
0: people saying that you shouldn't expect a pat on the back for no matter, for your contribution, no matter how small. I don't care. I feel like if you want a pat on your back for your good help, you should, you should be entitled to want it. I feel like, um, for me personally, to answer your question, um, I think that's a hard lesson that I had to learn. That people are not going to do you like you do them. Mm. Um,
2: what is your, your, your definition of doing you the way you do them?
0: So like the golden rule, I feel like, so let me give you an example. So I've worked all my life. I've worked all my life. I've worked since I was 13. Um, only time that I did not have a job was between the years of 2005 and 2008. Mm -hmm. That was when I was, so those three years, I was a full-time hoe. I was a full-time escort, traveling around the country, turning tricks. (laughs) That's the only time that I didn't work a regular job, even though I feel like sex work is work. Mm -hmm. We know, <laughs> right. but a regular getting nine to five type of go clock in working for somebody else type of job. That's the only three years that I didn't work. Mm-hmm. I've always had a grind. I always had a a work ethic. And so I've always had a level, not there was some downfall. Sometimes I was, I, I, well, I was only once that I got homeless, but amongst my friends, I was one of the ones who were was the most stable, mm-hmm. and so when they would have binds that their parents, their parents, their sisters, their other friends, when they would be in financial binds, they would and they needed help. I was usually the person that they would come to for help. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm even now, if their car get told, if their um. If whatever happens, you feel what I'm saying? Like something happens financially and they need help. They can, they know because I'm their friend that they can come to me and ask me for something. Uh-huh. They can ask me to help them out. Um, not necessarily, oh, they can just get it and not have to pay me back. They, I don't think they believe that. But, you know, like I have a friend who, if her car get towed, she comes, she's came to me and said, hey, ooh, do you got, they told me I need my 250. Can I get it? And I went to the tow place. And she paid me back. But that's what friends do. Uh-huh. But for me, when I'm homeless, when I'm in need, i, I it's not reciprocated.
2: So how does that how do does that like make because
1: you? Because you're sh- you're usually the go-to. Do you feel like you allow yourself to seem like you're vulnerable? Do you make it known that you need help though?
0: Oh, I'm not a, I'm not I'm not a prideful person. So if I need help, I ask. Oh,
1: Okay. If See, I, I, I need am. help,
0: I ask. <laughs> I'm not I'm not prideful. If I need help, I ask. Mm-hmm. And I tell all my business. Y'all know that. I tell everything. <laughs> I don't keep secrets. I can't hold water. I tell stuff that's going on. So I'll 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 say hey this is what's going on i can't something i i can't make the ends meet in this situation so i'm I'm definitely not prideful i'm definitely not a person that can't ask but there was the other day we don't need to go into the details of it but i needed three hundred dollars
3: mm-hmm.
0: remember mm-hmm. that situation I remember. and you know i was pissed off because yeah. i couldn't ask any of my friends for that three hundred dollars now, it's not that I didn't have it. I needed it, but I needed it because I was out of town. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get access to the money and bring it where it needed to be. So, I need to so without telling all the details. So, I needed $300 in order to make $2,500. Mm-hmm. So, but the lick that I was hitting was back home. Okay. It was back at home, but I was out of town in the moment. I was in New York. So what I wanted my friends to do was yo, give me the $300. And when I get back in town, I give you, it. I give mm-hmm. it back to you, but I wasn't in town to hit the lick. So I needed them to have the money and nobody had the money. It was the first of the month. <laughs> it was the first of the month. <laughs> but out of all the people that I know who know that I'm good, it's not like I'm some crackhead who yeah. can't. Um, <laughs> no, I don't want to say that. Um, It's not like I'm some irresponsible money person who doesn't have it to help or who can't give it back to them so they don't trust me. Yeah. It's not that. They know I'll give it back to them. But they literally didn't have it to give me.
2: Mm-hmm. And that was frustrating.
0: It was frustrating to be. It, it just was really frustrating. Like I wasn't angry, but I was frustrated that like I got all this. You know, I ain't got nobody that can have my back like I have a back. Mm. So, and it's in something. It wasn't that they wouldn't. It's they literally could not. I don't have it. Mm-hmm. Some of them, it's a wouldn't. So it's almost for me or things that I, things that I would do. It's not just that part. It's other things like things that I sacrifice for people that they won't sacrifice for me. Mm. Sacrificing money, sacrificing time, time, um, time Seven, sacrificing life. Shit. life, and it's taken for granted. It's, it's um not being appreciated. It's just, You know, it's just what it is. And so for me, how I learned to not be vulnerable like that when I'm trying to live by the golden rule, treat people how I want to be treated, is you got to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. You have to say, okay, enough is enough. Uh When you got to stop doing free things, you got to stop doing being as generous. You got to pull it back a little bit. Mm -hmm. You can still be nice but you can't be as generous as you would be. Mm -hmm. So yeah I'm treating you how I want to be treated but there's a a cap on it. Mm -hmm. And that's for me I had to learn the balance. I had to learn when okay this is becoming a toxic situation. Mm -hmm. This is becoming a using situation. This is becoming a situation where you know This is a reciprocal. This is opportunistic. This is them using me. And I have to stop the situation. To where
1: you have to come at me with some respect.
0: Self-respect. Not even to them.
1: Me. They have to know that they can only call on you if it's something that they feel like is reasonable for them to ask you about.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Or that you just can't. Because in the past, you haven't made good on it being reciprocal. Mm -hmm. So I have to stop this. And I'll just and I'll just have to say, in the, I'll just have to say, you know, those losses that I took for you in the past were just losses. It was for you, and I just did it out of kindness of my heart. But it can't. It has to stop. It has to stop now.
2: Mm-hmm. So I think that's the hard part for me. Setting is, the boundaries is setting the boundaries because I'm such a loving, I'm a giving person, and I've pushed myself on the back burner for a lot of my friends and family that almost forgot how to Mm self-care.
0: Your friends and family?
2: No, I forgot how to self-care because I was so used to putting myself on the back burner that it was almost habitual for me to not have, not to self-care. If Mm -hmm. that doesn't make sense. Yeah, totally. And so I came to that conclusion. I was like, wow, this is all, it all leads from... One one place to the other, so I think that's really important. What you say, what you stated. Yeah,
0: I think it was but I think you are worse than me.
2: <laughs> I would agree.
0: Yeah, because me knowing you for as long as I've mm-hmm. it's been a lot of times that I'm like, girl,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you doing too much, <laughs> and you hurting yourself in the process. And <laughs> you know, yeah. and I've been that person. That ain't. Mm-hmm. It's not like I've never been there, but. I think because I'm older, I've learned how to set boundaries because, you know, I would lose stability helping people. Mm -hmm. I've been in a situation where I had this chick come stay with me. And. They ran my bills, her boyfriend was staying with me, it was her staying Mm. with me, they ran my bills so far up that it drained, it was during the 2008, during the recession, the, the recession Ooh. in 2008. So clients weren't plentiful. You know what happened mm, in 2008 when it, it came was to business? Late. It was horrible. And so clients, it went from us having five, six, seven clients a day to once a week. Once every two weeks. Like crazy. Good thing w- I was like 13. <laughs> and it, it, it was crazy. Like crazy, crazy, crazy. And so when it got bad, the the ship was sinking. Mm-hmm. And they had drained my savings down. You didn't have
2: no light bulbs.
0: And so when the ship was about to sink, she found her somewhere else to go. Oh,
2: that's the gag.
0: And that's the gag. The gag
2: is knowing that. You're
0: getting up early in the morning hustling to go get coins for your new shit.
2: And the gag right and that and the gag is, the, right. and the, and the gag is when you see people make a way when they say it's no way
0: when you haven't made the way right right
2: that's the that's what burns my pussy because when if i you see were that you said like that this. you couldn't do this bitch so i i I pushed myself back so that you could have because I was like, you know what? I don't want you to go through what the fuck I gotta go through. But then when I can't give it to you, because you know that I can't and you still make a way.
1: And when it's gotten hard. And that's what happened. And when it's gotten hard, like between me and Mia, like whenever in our situations we have issues and she'd be like, ooh it would be so annoying if you left because everybody always leaves. and blah, blah, blah. I was like you must not know what type of nigga I am I don't fold under pressure mm-hmm. I'm not that type of person like I know when it's time to turn up the notch and that's why I don't put people in my life like that I'm mm-hmm. very selective and very private very mm-hmm. private
2: but so. that's why it's hard for me to trust because I'm so giving
0: and people have taken advantage mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. and so I'm that person too No, I don't. I want to say trust. It's and and I do it out of kindness of my heart. Mm -hmm. But yes, because I um, don't expect
2: anything from like when I help someone. No, I I don't expect. Well, I don't expect. I expect reciprocity. I I don't. I don't give to be like, oh, and you remember that time when I did that for you and this, and I did that and I did this and I did that and I did this. I'm not that girl. I Mm. did it because I. Mm. I felt like. (laughs) Do we have some? Do we have some raised eyebrows I'm, I'm just I'm just saying hmm I'm just mm, over those hums was real loud and made me stop I'm talking in my, they were I'm, real pointed that was real pointed
1: I'm in my circle just humming you know you were
2: hum, humming for the gods singing What's,
1: to the ancestors uh,
2: what were you trying to channel uh,
1: a, a piece of serenity
0: uh, a piece of truth uh, uh, uh,
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: Serenity I, within my body, Lord.
2: So you not about to say that I'm a I told you so and I did this for you type of girl. You are a fucking liar. I'm gonna let
1: you express yourself.
2: let me express yourself. What exactly were you trying to channel?
1: I just know that you combative and people. I'm pretty sure the people of Marshall's plate love to get this type of tea and this <laughs> meal whenever we go back and forth, but I'm not gonna give that today. <laughs> oh
2: Lord. Then
1: what well, then but hum I, in your head. Don't hum I, out loud. All I want it people though is sometimes me it could be very tit for tat. Type but that okay?
2: Person. Whoa! What does ten for ten have to do with I did this for you and you I use That's it ten for ten? <laughs> <laughs> bitch! <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: Wait a minute! Wait a minute! It's not wait. Whoa, whoa! Okay, it's not like you know I did this for you and. What should I do? Expect for people to do exactly. That's why
0: I was not to let you lie on me, bitch. Because I expect. bo way. Because I expect, honey. I I expect reciprocity. I expect that you do your best. You put your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. I expect for you to put the effort. And you know, in that situation, I saw her not putting the effort when I when my ship was going down. And then once we got to rock bottom, when you done drained my savings, drained everything by not contributing.
2: You hit it and made a you way. You hit it and made a way.
0: Like it's, it, and then so to me, it's like I was enabling you to be a sorry ass motherfucker.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm just, you just, oh, but if, but if I had nothing, you would have made a way somewhere else. hmm. And so it pissed me off, but it gave me a lesson. All right. <laughs> don't let somebody get me to that point.
2: Mm-hmm. What about you, Z?
0: Um,
1: What I do for people is, out of because my dad is a very giving person, has always been that type of person. In my family in general, we all kind of just do things for each other, but we don't expect anything back. And that's kind of how I live. I don't have expectations. That's where we all differ, because I don't have expectations. Like, I'll be like, oh, it'll be cool. But when I leave, if you fall off and you fuck up, you're going to know that I was a blessing in your life. And I know that I'm going to go into the universe and have that good karmic connection to where I'm going to get blessings for being doing things out of my genuine heart. Not because I expected anything back. It wasn't an egotistic thing why I helped you. It was out of a genuine place. So I feel like the universe will back me up for that. Either way it goes. Even if you do help me back. Even if you don't. You know. That's just how I feel about it. I do it out of a genuine place. Not a tit for tat thing. However it will be nice if you be nice back. And if you don't do something solid. I'll stop fucking with you. And just leave you alone. But. You know, I don't expect people to be have a good character uh, because of people being imperfect, imper not being perfect. I don't expect people to be have a good character all the time. But I know what I can control. That's how I see it.
0: So tell me this: mm-hmm. to me, I think that even expecting the what you just said. You said when I leave the situation, you you're gonna know. Like you're gonna know that I was a blessing in your life, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that what you just said? Yeah. Wanting them to know that is an expectation. How so? Because you want them to have some kind of regret for losing you as a good person. Mm-hmm. That's an expectation. You wanting karma to teach them that lesson. That no, you no, just I lost know karma's
1: goal. gonna teach me something, but I know that you're gonna know. But I'm that's not an saying I. I well, some of them probably won't know, but I'm just saying, like, eventually when you really reflect, either way it goes, like, I know I'm good because I did everything at a genuine place. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really say it's an expectation. However, it's a cause and effect thing. It's a it's a karma thing it's a it's a real thing so well to me cuz i'm a spiritual person yeah. that's how i feel but i don't want you to regret like i don't want you to regret not having me in your life but i know it's a great possibility because of how many people i've how many people i've been a blessing for mm-hmm. that's always happened they always try to come back
0: but that's your reciprocity though that's you mm. that that you knowing that in your history showing that, oh, you gonna regret what you're doing. You are not doing me a solid, like you just said. Mm-hmm. You're gonna regret this, and I know it. And that part is giving you comfort. That hmm. expectation, that is true. giving you comfort. True, true. true. It is so <laughs> it's, it's still an expectation. Because Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you,
1: and I'm good and you gonna regret it, bitch. Yeah. So that is Suffer. <laughs> you expect you still expecting
0: to do something, so you
2: and no, you're not.
0: <laughs> it's, it's the truth. I think we, we everybody want validation. Everybody true, wants true, true. reciprocity. We don't want to be used. True, we true. want don't want to be taken for granted. Um, and I think that's what it is. I think, that, I think when it comes to the golden rule, it's a beautiful concept. Like mm-hmm. the concept of treating people how you want to be treated because we want to be treated with kindness. We want it to be, we want it, we want it, to be treated, we want to be treated with generosity. We want to Mm -hmm. be treated with care. We want our humanity seen. So we want to treat people like that. That is a great thing, but there are trauma riddled people out here Who don't know how to express love who don't know Mm. how to express generosity who don't know how to Mm. whose trauma doesn't allow them to do that Mm. whose mental state doesn't allow them to do that and so for me once i realize that this person is like this Mm -hmm. i have to say boundaries are up i can't let this person use me because it goes from me being a kind person to me just being a sucker Mm -hmm. being a person being used. And right. so, that's and that's
1: one of the saddest things to see to me, like seeing people literally be used. For I your see eyes my and mom. You, they'll ask you advice, and then you try to give it, but they kind of just like, "Well, it's all I know," and I just want to be there for them. And
0: I, what would they do without me? And, and make, away. It's like, uh, make away, <laughs> like a
2: make away, motherfucking way, make away.
0: That's what I've learned.
2: <laughs>
0: oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> <You> say names. <laughs>
2: Can you take that out? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take that
0: <laughs> out. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know they make a way. You you of all people know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh.
0: Because uh, but but if you're enabling them,
2: it's they're, they're going to continue
0: to use you. But it's, just, it's
2: not good both ways. No. Because you're not helping the party that you're trying exactly. to help. You're actually making them rot in their
1: complacency. They're, yeah. Yeah. So, solid people come down with it
0: well all right i think we did a show yes mm. it, is. it looks like it yeah so all right well no questions Hold on, of wait the day, wait no more. What,
2: what what yeah the question of the day is what you bitches gonna be for halloween
1: why i gotta be a bitch
2: why can't um, i be a uh, talk in my that's binocular? like be saying
1: what you nigga-?
0: oh never mind that's the same thing yeah what halloween? you guys yeah, halloween's the first
2: no I don't
0: know when Halloween <laughs> is, but what you gonna be? Halloween is the
2: thirty-first. It is. I think it is too.
0: It is the thirty-first. Me
2: Excuse me.
0: <laughs>
2: That's not really my holiday. You know, my holiday is but Thanksgiving always, because I was born on November. So know you know, sometimes it's too
0: early to think about that. That's a month away. Good
2: a month away. It's literally a couple of days away. That
0: is the devil's holiday. I don't celebrate. I'm a Christian white woman.
2: Oh.
0: Yes. I'm very sanctified and saved and I don't watch Harry Potter. That's Satan's stuff. That's
2: fine. I'm going to be a sexy nun.
0: I knew it was going to be something sexy. (laughs) You just know. know, So binary.
2: (laughs) Y'all are being really shady. Actually, I went to be queen of the damn. Thank you.
0: Sexy. Sexy vampire.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so y'all know next week is our anniversary recording. Yes. So mm-hmm. I want y'all to come up with some questions. We've got been getting a lot of questions on hashtag Marsha's Plate. So make sure you are asking questions. You can send it to the email, Marsha's Plate um, at Gmail. You can send Facebook. it to me on Facebook, Marsha's Plate on Facebook. Um, instagram instagram you can send it to us on instagram however you want to send it to us send us the questions anything that regards to our one year anniversary and anything that we haven't covered anything that you want to hear our opinions on um i've gotten a lot of responses so i want y'all to get i want more so we can have a whole full show (laughs) so make sure y'all hitting us up all right y'all good night good night buenos noches bye
1: That's diamondstylz at gmail.com.
0: And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh,
2: bye, y'all.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be all right.